0: From the drivehubler.com studios. This is 93.5 and 107.5, The Fan.
1: WIBC HD2, HD3, Indianapolis.
0: It's Soccer Saturday, brought to you by Honda. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of India 11 and by Community Health, Dream Big, Work Hard, Finish Strong. Now here's your host, Greg Rakestraw
2: good morning to you soccer fans it is soccer saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 the fan the nd11 their three match win streak ended on wednesday night it was a hard-earned point The Indy 11 played a man down for the final 50 or so minutes. It was a road match, and so a draw is always a good result from a team that beat them a few weeks ago and a team that's above them in the standings. But once I explain to you what the travel back from El Paso was like for the Indy 11 you'll have an even greater appreciation for the fact that instead of four consecutive victories, we can simply say four matches unbeaten for the Indy 11. We'll talk to head coach Mark Lauer. We'll talk to goalkeeper Tim Trillick, who, as expected, has hit the ground running filling in for the injured Yannick Ertl. Boys in blue back in action tonight and back at home for the first time in 17 days. It is all things Indiana night. The most important thing is it no longer feels like a blast furnace outside like it has for most of the last six or seven days. Much cooler weather, corn cob jerseys, just in warm-ups, and a sugar cream pie eating contest. If that doesn't scream Hoosierdom, uh, maybe just having me on the voice of it that may also scream hoosierdom as well mark lowry tim trilk and a guy that doesn't have a hoosier accent no he has a british accent even though he's now spent three years here in the states Nikki law played for us for a year and a half we traded him to the tampa bay rowdies for one to, how to uh, uh, uh about 13 months ago little did he know that a year later he'd be the head coach of the team and he joins us coming up a little bit later on in the program. Obviously, there's English football for us to talk about. There's more messy magic for us to talk about, and the college teams locally have all gotten off to their starts, and we'll talk about that in the time that allows at the end of the show. But we always focus on the Indy 11, and when available, head coach Mark Lowry is always welcome on the show, and he joins us next. It is Soccer Saturday, a game day edition on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fans.
3: Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof, copyright 2015, imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc., New York, New York.
1: At Community Health Network, we're committed to simplifying health care. Our patients want to feel heard and not like a number. They want to feel like they matter. And that's my job Providing good faith estimates. Learn more about pricing transparency and our commitment to uncomplicating health care at eCommunity.com/slash Simply Delivered. Community Health Network, Exceptional Care, Simply Delivered.
4: As the highest performing national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric.
5: Meet Chip. 30 years ago, Chip started a family business with a big idea. Today, there's a new building and a new fleet of equipment. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Chip. We know he plans to keep growing building business with the next generation. We're here to help CHIP and you with secure and simple account management tools and commercial financing to grow business. Today, it's all about CHIP. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at IMCU, it's you that matters. Learn more at IMCU.com. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the
3: Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city within walking distance to the best attractions so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today. Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew, Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc. New York, New York.
0: As close as you'll get to the pitch without putting on the cleats. Here's 11 Minutes, presented by your Central Indiana Honda dealers. Proud to be the automotive sponsors of the Indy Eleven.
2: Welcome back. It is Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. It is four unbeaten for the Indy 11. And, yes, Wednesday was one point and not three. But considering the circumstances on and off the field, that was one that felt like three for the Indy 11 on Wednesday night. Join us to talk about that and his return to El Paso as well. Not to mention tonight's match with Loud United. It is our friend, the head coach of the Indy 11, Mark Lowry. Good morning, buddy. I know this has been quite a week for you. How you doing?
6: good good it's it's been a good week obviously picking up points helps but emotionally and physically it's been it's been draining um for various reasons so yeah but we've got another another game to take care of tonight so we're gonna be ready for that
2: all right let's let's kind of take these in chronological order you and i touched on this at the end of the conversation in terms of going back to el paso a place you had great success for three years clearly you wanted to get the win and you did uh, just your thoughts about how the match ended up and what it was like to be on that other touchline in El Paso seven days ago.
6: Yeah, it was emotional. It's, uh, I I've, I've made no secrets about this. It's a place that is very dear to my heart. Um, spent a lot of time there. We have some great memories. So it was, it was, it was difficult being back, being on the other side. But as I said, I had a job to do. and My job was to try and win a game of football, and unfortunately for us, we did that. But you know, it was one where it was, it was bittersweet, I guess. Um, it was all business. It had to be all business because emotionally it was it, it was draining, you know, being back there and, and, and the fans, the reception I got, some of the players that are still there that, that, that played for me for, for three years, who I'm very, very close to, um, seeing them again. It was it was amazing. Um, but, uh, you know, I had to try and separate that because obviously we were there to win a game of football and for us, we put in a good performance, we got three points.
2: Well, just your thoughts on, on again, the, the, the comeback nature of that match. You're down 1-0, you're down 2-1, you find a way to win it 3-2. What does that say about your bunch right now?
6: Yeah, I mean, it shows the confidence we have uh, in how we're playing and, and the belief we have in each other and the system right now. And, you know, we, we actually we were playing really well in the first half. I don't think we deserved to 1-0 down. We knew our Paso so had a couple of threats, one being Mark Navarro, who's played at the highest level of world football he's delivered from the right, he's top class. So we knew he'd be a third if he got on the ball higher up, and he obviously got an assist and a goal. So we were ready for that. Unfortunately, you know, he was able to, to, to affect the game for them, but you know, we knew they had a couple of good players that could do that, but we also, we're playing so well right now, and the way we're playing, the trust we have in each other, moving the ball, and uh, some of the football playing, If we knew if we just stuck to what we do, we obviously had some subs to come on a good bench, um, manage the game really well. We, 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 we always felt we could score goals, and course us we did and when we got the three that got us
2: the three points uh, well obviously as much as you enjoy going to El Paso you preferred to leave on Sunday that wasn't in the cards sure. uh you don't you don't come back until Monday and obviously with, with a midweek match and and travel again there's not much you were going to do on the training pitch Monday or Tuesday or frankly Thursday or Friday but when you basically lose a day and your travel gets blown up like that what does that do to a head coach to start his week
6: well, yeah. I mean, the, the plans were constantly shifting and changing because our plan was to get back on a Sunday um, and train Monday, train Tuesday, get on the bus Tuesday to head to Memphis. Um, unfortunately, we spent the whole day Sunday in El Paso Airport with the flights being pushed back, pushed back, pushed back until they eventually cancelled it at 6 p.m. in the evening. So we were back to the hotel in El Paso with just a wasted day. I mean, if if we'd have. Being in the hotel all day. We could have done some regen, some pool work, done a training session, and got on the plane on Monday. It wouldn't have been an issue, but being stuck in the airport and then having a super early flight out Monday morning—we were, we were at the, it was a five AM flight Monday morning. We were up at out, I think, at three thirty to get on that plane. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, that 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 made Monday difficult. Like right? you're already behind the eight ball with rest and recovery and sleep. So without the guys actually came in, we came in. Um, Tuesday. Tuesday was the first, you know, session back. Monday was just let's just go home. Yeah. Um, see your family, see your wife. see your kids for a couple of hours, get some sleep. And we'll see you Tuesday morning. We trained Tuesday morning and got on the bus and headed to Memphis. So it was an interesting few days. Everything was kinda fluctuating and we just felt though that it was good to get the get back to Indianapolis, get back to our families, even if it was just for a few hours, just to kinda reset. So we'll head that to
2: Memphis. All right, so with that, let's talk, first of all, uh, playing conditions at one end of the field uh, on Wednesday night, and you are as well-versed on playing on a baseball field, I think, as any coach in North America because of your time in Jacksonville in 16 and obviously three mm-hmm. years in El Paso. Just how big of a pain was that on, on the infield end on the sod in Memphis on Wednesday night?
6: Yeah, it was the worst conditions I think I've ever played in, um, uh, you know, and, and – Obviously, playing on baseball fields, I'm fine with that. I enjoy playing at baseball stadiums. The outfield is usually beautiful. If the club puts the time and the effort in to, to, to do the conversion through, through the infield and the diamond, then, then it can be fine. They did a great job. You know, you can play on it. Um, even Jacksonville, we did a great job, and some clubs do. But, but this was, I mean, when we walked it before the game, it was moving under our feet. Mm we didn't realize how bad it was going to be until the guys got on there. I've seen their cleats and and, and they're kind of cutting and moving at high speeds. And as soon as the ball and their feet got on there, the guys couldn't couldn't stand up. It was, you know, cutting and changing direction was almost impossible. And, you know, to the point where it's dangerous. Um, And we knew in the second half with that being kind of where our defenders were based in the second half, that it was going to be very difficult for us to, to play any football on that, but also worrying about kind of the one-v-one defending guys having to turn and chase and things. So um, it added a different dimension to it. Obviously it was the same for both teams, right? But um, it was very difficult and I think it did did ruin the game. I mean, having to stop and start and, and put turf, lay turf back there is just not what guys should be doing.
2: So with that, uh, to add more degree of difficulty, uh, it, it kind of a self-inflicted wound, you end up playing a man down in the second half. And we've had this conversation b- before, or at least you, you've had to deal with it throughout the course of the last couple of months. The red cards that are being collected—is is that something you're talking with your team about? How big of a concern is that to you that you kind of keep having to deal with that hurdle at this point?
6: Um, it's not too much of a concern yeah. because I don't think it's something that's rife throughout the team. I mean. It's not like everyone's gonna gonna do things like that. But obviously in, in, in football and when groups of people get together, one's a little bit different. Um, Harrison's a young player. He had a moment where where he forgot what was important, you know, being the team and keeping his head and he kicked out and then he got the red card right before half time. Um, on the flip side of it, the positive thing was this what we said at halftime guys, we've done this two or three times now this season. We haven't <laughs> right. lost the game yet. Right? We've been down to ten men two or three times and, and, and either won or come back, you know, and got a draw. So, like, this is this is not a bad thing that it's, that it's, it's familiar territory because we're prepped. We know how to handle this. We know what it's going to take. But let's get out there and do it, right? The, the, the game's still there to be played. We can still get something from this. And to come out with a point, a clean sheet, just the way the guys work, the character they show, one thing it goes back to kind of feeling in the group right now. Not only are we playing great football, but they're digging in for each other, they're fighting for each other, and, and they're finding a way to get points in very difficult circumstances.
2: The best part uh, about the week to me, in addition to the results, you're able to pick up under trying circumstances. I didn't even mention the weather in Memphis and, and training the last couple of days in, in Indianapolis. You get to see Jesus Vasquez and for a second match in a row wow. Brian Rebillon returns. Just mm-hmm. your thoughts on get, at least for a handful of minutes, the ability to get those guys back in the mix for you.
6: I mean it's amazing. When you have a bench of of seven guys who offer different things, you know, that that's what you need from a bench because you don't know what the game's gonna look like in the seventieth minute. Do you need a goal? Do you need to defend? Do you need to attack more? Do you need more width? Do you need more pace? Do you need a bigger body to go? So but to have all those different options on the bench, it allows the coaching staff myself to kind of to kind of play out scenarios and to manage the game and strategize in a different way. And I think you've seen that over the last three or four weeks now, having a good bench, what we can do in the game to either change tactically, get guys on, get matchups, right, you know, throughout the game. And obviously in Memphis, it was a game where we we're going to have to defend the second half. So to have Ben Ravenna to come on and, and Jesus Vasquez and Brian Rebellum, who big body's good in the air, their wind tackles, they're physical, you know, Unfortunately, Velasquez and, and Solo didn't get on, but it just wasn't a game for them right. at that point, right? So, But you saw against you know, El Paso, Douglas Martinez comes on, stretches and gets behind, scores a goal. So we've got these different weapons now that we, we just didn't have for most of the season, with all the injuries we had. Um, and we obviously look back on that time thinking, if we'd have had these at that moment, where would we be in the league right now? But that's obviously all in the past. We have to focus on what we're doing right now in the future. It's very exciting to have... A group of guys like that, that you can call on in any situation.
2: All right, let's spin this forward. Loudon coming in. Loudon, a team that you did were able to get a late goal and beat them back in early May. What's your expectations for Loudon United this evening?
6: Yeah, they're going to be hungry. They're obviously just outside the playoff spots. They're, they're, they're looking in and, and hoping that they can pick up some points to, to kind of stay stay close enough to where, where it's, it's mathematically possible for them throughout the season to, to you know to get in the playoffs. So they're going to be hungry. They don't want to beat us. Um, Loudoun, historically over the years have always played well against India Eleven, um, so I think that gives them a little bit of, of hope as well, just the historical pattern of the games. Um, but we know that you know we're, we're four and beating, we need to make it five. You know we've got two really important games at home before we have a little bit of a break. If we can do a, do the job and take care of business in these next two games, we're going to go into that little break, the week off that we have, in a really really good spot. Um, you know, it was always important to us in Memphis to, to, to come out of Memphis still being the fourth spot. So just so you know, the mindset, we went to Memphis, and it wasn't a must win. It was a must not lose in sure. Memphis because it, they're, they're, they're still only three points ahead of us in fourth spot. you got Louisville right there. we got Birmingham right there. It's very close between fourth and seventh, right? So we want to make sure that we keep fourth spot in touch distance because we want that home playoff game. You know, we want to bring playoff football back to the mic because when we do, it's a special occasion. Um, and it's possible. The work we've done the last few weeks has made that possible. So we've got to take care of business. These next two games won't be easy, but if we do, we're going, to, we're going to kind of go with that little break in a really good position.
2: Keep up the good work, my friend, and, and catch up with the family and sleep at some point in time as well. As always, thanks for the time. I'll see you later tonight. That's great. Take care. You heard Mark talking some playoff math, so let's share that with you. Pittsburgh is in first. Six points out of the Rowdies, whom we'll talk more about with Nikki Law coming up later in the show, but they have three matches in hand on Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay and Charleston in the mix for the top three spots. Then a little bit of a gap. There's now a four-team group, Memphis, Louisville, City, Birmingham, Indy 11, that are all within three points of each other. Memphis has a match or two in hand on everybody else of that group. Then there is a six-point gap back to Tulsa, Miami, Detroit, and Loudon who are all within five points of each other in theory for one playoff spot. To put it in terms of simply making the playoffs, Indy has a six-point cushion on both Tulsa and Miami to ensure a playoff position for the first time in four years. But as you heard from Coach Lowry, the, the, the goal is not just to make the playoffs, obviously, but to try to get to that fourth seed which gets a home playoff game here for the first week of the Eastern Conference Finals, which would be the weekend of October 20th, 21st, and 22nd. We'll take this quick timeout. We'll talk to Tim Trilk. He was spectacular in goal, and much like everybody else, he'll talk about planes, trains, automobiles, and sod, everything the Indy 11 dealt with on the road over the course of the last few days. Back in a moment, 93.5 and 107.5, the fans.
1: When you're dealing with a sports injury, getting back out there is the first thing on your mind. We know the feeling. Our sports medicine team cares for thousands of student-athletes across central Indiana. In addition to physicians and athletic trainers, you'll have access to experts in physical therapy, imaging, and more. And with convenient locations near you, we help make healing as simple as possible. Learn more at ecommunity.com sports. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered.
3: For over 60 years, Somerset CPA and Advisors has been guiding clients through the critical decisions that impact their financial health. Somerset CPAs is now CBiz, Somerset, and MHM. With more than 120 offices and 6,500 team members throughout the U.S., they're able to provide the benefits and resources of being part of a national firm, and you'll still receive the same personal attention from the same expert consultants you've come to know and trust. CBiz, Somerset, and MHM, national resources, resources, personal service as the highest performing
4: national contractor of excellence gaylor electric offers complete design build electrical construction and 24 7 on-demand electrical support recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry gaylor electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve visit gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on gaylor electric
3: The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. It's the first paid holiday home with your family, or the day of your last car payment much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree. They care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls
0: that's a way to use your head it's soccer saturday on the fan presented by community sports medicine the official sports medicine provider of the indy 11
2: if you're keeping score at home this is soccer saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 the fan since he took over for the injured yannick erdl it is now three clean sheets for tim trilk And just one less appearance on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan, as Tim, joins us now. Good morning, and I'm just happy you didn't hurt yourself slipping on that sod on Wednesday night.
7: (laughs) Yeah, it's great to be back. Um, Got a little groundskeeping under my belt now, so just (laughs) another thing to add to the resume.
2: Obviously, we are down to just a handful of places in the league that that's the case, and you guys have clearly played back-to-back matches El Paso, now Memphis, you've got one in Tulsa coming up. And because their baseball season will be over for a couple of weeks by the time you get down there, I hope that their turf is kind of in a a better situation or the side. Just what is that like when you're unsure of your footing as you're protecting your net while a man down for the last 45 minutes of the match?
7: Yeah, it's something that just requires a lot more focus. And, you know, obviously that – Turf isn't the fault of Memphis per se, and, you know, none of us are sod experts, but I'm sure it's difficult to keep that sod in a good condition to keep it down, um, especially when it's just coming up and down off that turf, you know, a couple different times a week. But it's something where we just all had to be a little more locked in and focused to uh, try and prevent any mishaps.
2: Well, obviously, the, the, you know, you're thinking, all right, I got I got to defend the tougher end, but you're not planning on being a man down Harrison gets a little feisty. Red card gets shown late in the half. So now you're going into the break knowing, all right, almost all the action is going to be at me in the final 45 minutes. What was your mindset and the guys in front of you at halftime and in half number two on Wednesday?
7: We all knew that um, it was going to be a team performance uh, no matter what, regardless of the red card. So um, when it happened, uh, we're at a point right now where we have absolute trust in everyone on this team. So I felt like we didn't skip a beat. When we went into the locker room, it was more focusing on hydration, and we made a small tactical change um, to address being a man down. But um, our goal was always just, you know, get out of here with what we can, especially with the travel and everything. You know, guys were tired playing in that heat. Um, it was always going to be a battle. Regardless of being a man down, so I think that didn't change our mentality too much.
2: Yeah, we're we're two and a half, you know, minutes into the conversation, and I now get to the point of where we talk about the fact that the humidity in Memphis on Wednesday was a thousand percent, uh, and the feels like temperature, you know, was a million uh, in, in terms of that match. And obviously, you're not, uh, you're you're not running up and down the pitch, but uh, you, you didn't get much of a breather in the in the final 45 minutes either. How are you feeling after Wednesday night?
7: Oh, Wednesday was. A tough one, personally, uh, with our rough travel schedule, coming back from El Paso, being locked in the airport for 10 hours on Sunday, ending up having flights canceled, and then rocking up at 3 a.m. Monday in El Paso to get on a flight, and we didn't get back to India until uh, Monday at, maybe, I think I got back to my apartment at 3 p.m., so I was, you know, picked up a little bug over <laughs> that tough travel, so... I was battling it in the hotel, sleeping all day, leading up to the game, and I mean, I was absolutely drained in that second half.
2: This is not the first time that I show my ignorance on this show. What happened to you guys in El Paso on sunday
7: so uh Unfortunately, just with flights um our first flight from we were supposed to fly from El Paso to Dallas to connect to Indianapolis sure. on. Sunday morning and there were flight crew issues and things where we ended up, I think we had a 10 hour delay. And by the time our plane arrived, um, they came forward and said, Oh, the flight's canceled. So we ended up having to find a hotel, go back to El Paso, um, put dinner together. And yeah, we left the hotel at 3 a.m. Monday, um, 12 more hours of travel. And it was something that a lot of people don't realize how big of a point that was for the boys to get, In Memphis, um, always a tough battle with the weather, but guys being home back in Indianapolis for less than 24 hours before we were on that bus to Memphis on Tuesday. So there's a lot of off field hurdles that the guys had to jump through, and we really showed our mental toughness on Wednesday to fight through and get that point, especially with a clean sheet as well.
2: It is a different era. You could watch a soccer match from anywhere across the world, watch a movie, meditate through the call map, whatever the case may be, on your phone in an airport these days. That being said, how does one pass 10 hours at El Paso International Airport?
7: Oh, we were – Definitely a lot of Starbucks for sure. <laughs> I think we saw we were counting the hours by Starbucks employee shift changes actually. Um but you know, guys were catching up on film, um, lots of calling the families and stuff, but um the guys were in great spirits of them. and of course our support staff, Shelby Gilmore, um Josh Frankham and the rest of the staff as well were absolutely class and kind of keeping it lighthearted even though we knew they were uh like a duck's feet underwater just kicking at a hundred miles an hour.
2: And so the last um, the last thing I'll bring up from this past week for you will be the time that you went flying through the air on Wednesday night uh, and you got fouled by Luis Fernando. How you feeling after that one?
7: I'm feeling all right. It's one that um, it was a tough collision, but at that point we knew we had to try and kill as much time in that game. And uh, so I knew I was going to take that opportunity to just <laughs> let everyone catch their breath.
2: You learned from Cam Lindley is what you're telling me, huh?
7: Oh yeah, me
2: a <laughs> Cam does at least once per half uh, at at this point of the season. Listen, as as a keeper, this is the position you want to be in. You want to know it's going to be your name that that is called every night. That's kind of and the spot that this team is in right now. They having a couple of the young kids that that are currently backing you up. At the same time, you know it's got to be you. So what's that feeling like?
7: I mean, as as a goalkeeper, you always want pressure. It's a position where you're always gonna have it and you know it's like they say pressure makes diamonds and it's something where for that instance for example going flying through the air there was a moment after i hit fernandez where you know my feet are above my head and i'm like well let's see how this one ends um but i'm at a, a point right now where it's uh the team needs me so no matter the bumps and bruises um they're all things that i can overcome and especially with a playoff line on the spot something that this club deserves the fans deserve um you know it's going to take more than just pressure to get me to crumble at
2: this time now Wednesday was a night where we didn't broadcast the road match but I actually spent some time hanging with the BYB and they pointed something out to me that maybe I had known in the past and had forgotten or, or never knew in the first place you have your own clothing line is, is this a factual statement
7: It's not as much of a clothing line as it is a merchandise deal um, with a company, kind of a promotional deal. And it's funny you bring that up. I actually have just released um, a new collection on it, um, so people can find that on my Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook page if they're interested in buying some of the trophy Smooth merchandise.
2: Now, do do they make them in, you know, big fella-sized clothes, like, you know, Destin- X, Destination XL? Because, I mean, I'll I'll wear it and plug it. I got no problem. Do they make them in, in my size or have to, you know, drop a few pounds before I get into the trilky smooth line?
7: I believe they do. I'd say my dad's a, a bigger and taller guy as well, so that was something that I knew I had to make sure of as well.
2: So now are are we going to negotiate on quasi-live radio like a, a marking agreement where you can advertise and I could be potentially a paid social media endorser for the Trilke Smooth line? I'll have my people reach out to your people. <laughs> as soon as we get people, we'll have that conversation. Exactly. T- 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 Tim Trulk is joining us now here on Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and, and 107.5 The Fan. Final thing before we let you go, obviously you talked about the kind of travel nightmares of, of Sunday into Monday. The bus ride didn't seem so bad. I just I literally just made that trip twice in the last month, so I can tell you almost to the minute, seven and a half hours to get back from Memphis to Indianapolis. In the heat of Thursday and Friday, what exactly did you guys do to get ready for the match against Loudoun coming up later tonight?
7: Uh, it's a lot of just kind of body maintenance, um, seeing the ball moving, um, especially On Thursday, it's just a matter of getting the bus trip out of our legs. I mean, you know, I think we had four straight days of travel this week so far and a game sandwiched in between there. And then Friday, just starting to get our shape work and tactical stuff down. Um, We've done our film, um, and I know the boys are just mentally ready to go again.
2: right, sounds good, my friend. I appreciate the time. Congratulations on what was clearly even a more impressive effort than I thought it was on Wednesday night. I'll see you later at the park, my friend. Thanks for the time.
7: Thank you very much. See See you tonight.
2: All right, we'll be joined by a man who was Tim's teammate for the first half of last year. Potentially he could be an opposing coach in a playoff matchup. That would be the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Nicky Law, yeah, he was playing for us like 13 months ago. Now he's coaching the team that is currently second to the table in the Eastern Conference and always a favorite to play well into November. Coach Law joins us next as you're listening to Soccer Saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.
3: Tullamore Dew, authentic Irish whiskey. May your team be swift in their aim true. And may your whiskey always be Tullamore Dew. Glasses up to responsible drinking. Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume 80 proof. Copyright 2015. Imported by William Grant and Sons, Inc. New York, New York. Indy 11 is teaming up with official apparel partner Puma to help you only see great. Great can be anywhere. It's the promise you make to yourself to never look back and never back down. The Spectra Pack from Puma embraces greatness with brilliant graphics inspired by bands of refracted color. Create moments that give meaning to the sport from the club season to the finals of international championships. Look around you, look inside you, and only see great. The Spectra Pack is available now on Soccer.com. Hello,
8: soccer fans. This is Jeremy Abley from Indiana University. For championship
7: real estate expertise in the Indy metro area, Nino Berticelli is my go-to guy. Indiana is my home.
2: Nino is my homeboy.
0: Follow Nino is my homeboy on Facebook for free ticket opportunities to every Indy 11 home game. That's Nino, N-I-N-O, at ninoismyhomeboy.com.
9: When joint pain is getting in the way of your life, Community Health Network orthopedic specialty care can help. Community specialists offer comprehensive care for every type of orthopedic issue. And our convenient locations and simple scheduling options make it easier to get the relief you need. Learn more at eCommunity.com ortho. Community Health Network, exceptional care, simply delivered.
3: Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House, Indianapolis downtown, offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city. Within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make your reservation today tullamore dew authentic irish whiskey may your team be swift in their aim true and may your whiskey always be tullamore dew glasses up to responsible drinking tullamore dew irish whiskey 40 percent alcohol by volume 80 proof copyright 2015 imported by william and sons inc new york new york
0: that's a way to use your head it's soccer saturday on the fan
2: welcome back it's soccer saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 the fan I had planned on catching up with our next guest at some point in time during the course of this season. Little did I know that he would be a head coach for another team in this league before we had the conversation. Right after the Tampa Bay Rowdies came to Indianapolis on July 22nd, they announced their new head coach. We had known at that time that Neil Collins was heading over to Barnsley. Little did we know that Nikki Law made such an impression in three months of playing for the team last year, he'd be named the head coach after being a player coach at Huntsville and MLS Next Pro earlier this year. Nikki is kind of enough to join us now. It is always good to catch up with you, my friend. How are you doing? Thank
8: you. Thanks, Greg. Um, doing really well, thank you. Hope you're doing well,
2: too. Everything is great here for me. Thank you. And, and again, did good. you think this opportunity after having played for the Rowdies last year Did you think an opportunity to coach in this league in the championship would come so soon?
8: Uh, No, uh, definitely not. As you say, I think leaving as a as a player uh, at the end of last season um, had another year left actually uh, as a player to play this season. Funny enough, but um, the coaching, as you said, the player coach role kind of popped up. with Huntsville for, for the national, uh, Nashville second team there and just with my age and obviously looking to go into coaching in the future, um, it was too good of an opportunity to, to turn down, you know, and um, Neil was great at that point in allowing me kind of a something similar he'd done and, and he realised it was something that probably I needed to do to get out there and uh, give me some experience in coaching. Uh, and I think we we, we spoke when, we, when I was leaving about maybe me coming back at some point, as maybe a, an assistant coach under Neil and uh, things like that. But now it happened, obviously, a lot sooner than I expected, and obviously in a
9: in a lot different
8: role than I expected as well. Kind of taking over that head coaching role for the first time um, was a surprise, of course, but something I'm, I'm honoured and. Uh, Certainly not. Something that's lost on me the the honor of, of being offered that role, you know, it was, it was unexpected, but um, something I feel I'm ready
2: for. Well, obviously you have to say you have grown up around the game is an understatement. You have literally spent your yep. entire life around professional football. So so you've yep. you forgotten more about it than you'll ever realize. But are there things <laughs> that now you've been doing this for the last four weeks that have even surprised you? Anything that has caught you off guard at all? About your new role as a head coach?
8: Yeah, of course. I think, um, as you say, kind of being around it my whole life as a, as a player. Obviously, um, my dad coached, so I was around it before I played. I used to go, and I think we spoke about it before in the past, kind of how I was involved around around the environment from a really young age. Very fortunate that my my dad did did coach, and he used to take me and my brother in. And, we'd follow him all over you know training games we'd be wherever he went we followed you know and um, uh, what well, I would say obviously is that uh, what well, I've found um, not just since being head coach here but coaching at Hugsville, um as well the two things are although there's uh, a lot of similarities um, there's a lot of differences as well you know and I think I, I was used to being a player and, you know, you turn up at training, the, the uh, practice is set up, you train, you go home and um, you don't really think too much about it other than that. Absolutely, now I've seen the other side that planning, the preparation goes into it every single day, you know, and, and the research and the, the tactics and all these things, you know, so much that goes into it and... Uh, as you say, I'm four weeks into it now, and I'm seeing things I've uh, probably never seen before, and experiencing things I've never experienced as well. And I think I've been pretty open in fact, obviously very needs to it, particularly as a head coach. And I'm going to make mistakes. Um, I'll make even more mistakes the further <laughs> I go into it, hopefully. But um, it's obviously how I how I learn from those, how I experience, them, how I come of react to know. I'm no different to anybody else who's who's doing this. Um, I get obviously all the coaches in the world have started somewhere and, and obviously my start point here. I'm very fortunate that
2: Again, Nikki Law is our guest, Soccer Saturday, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Has it been such a whirlwind where you really haven't had time to, to kind of think about this, hey, my playing days are now in the past? What, what, did you at all yeah. kind of have to you know, think about this for a second, hey, this is a wonderful opportunity, but it means I'm done playing. Was that at all a hurdle for you in taking this job?
6: Um,
8: yeah, well, I think obviously – taking the player coach role with Huntsville was kind of my first realisation or acceptance that, that I'd be playing West and obviously it was coaching that that so was gonna be the next step for me. Um so I played a little for Huntsville. I think the longer we got into that role, um I was playing West anyway. Um actually when I left Indy actually I tore the outside meniscus in my right knee. Um, probably playing on that old turf. <laughs> uh, didn't help that. But And then this season actually tore the other side of my meniscus on the inside as well same knee. So uh, it was getting more difficult to play, you know? Uh, sure. Particularly on turf fields and things like that. So I'd say the timing was probably perfect, to be honest. Um, but now I, I definitely miss it, you know? And a couple times a week there's short numbers I'll still jump in and <laughs> try and enjoy it you know uh, joining in the training and the little small side of games and things like that but um, now uh, as I say I, I certainly miss playing it's, it's all I've ever known and I do miss it but I think I'm lucky and fortunate that I have this role now and I have to say it, it keeps me so busy I don't really have too much time to think about not playing anymore you know there's, there's so much that you do day to day and the hours are so much longer and uh, but I love it. You know, I'm, I'm really enjoying it, and it's, it's keeping me it's keeping me busy, keeping me active. And, and as I say, I'm, I'm learning new things every single day, and just trying to improve. And um, yeah, it's been a good start. We've managed to win a few of the games, and um, as I say, I, I've come into an organisation that's, that's used to winning. You know, It yeah. could have been, you could have been going into somewhere, oh, maybe lower end of the league and it would have been a lot more difficult, you know, and, and I was fortunate that, that I had a taste of, of what this organisation is about um, as a player and obviously what's expected and why they have been so, so successful in the last four or five years um, so I think a little bit of obviously me coming in was kind of, I understood what has gone on here in the past I've worked the Neil and I think they wanted somebody who could kind of just keep things as, as familiar and, 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 and as normal as possible for these players, you know, and I think my biggest job coming in has just been trying to, trying to keep that rolling and, and not change too much, you know, and just, just try and keep spirits high, keep standards high, and obviously that's my, my biggest job, I think, now for the end of the season, just to make sure that those standards stay as high as they have been in the last couple year, for years.
2: While, while you, again, have great talent already there, it is a team that, no, that doesn't have Leo Fernandez due to injury. Obviously, yeah, Sebastian yeah. Guenzotti is now here. But, but the question to ask is, is it at all difficult? Again, you were teammates with most of these guys at this time a year yeah. ago. Yeah. Now you're coaching them up. Has that been difficult in yeah. any way, shape, form, or fashion? It's been
8: um, – I, I think my first week was, was weird. You know? It was weird for me. I think it was weird for the guy. Um, as you say, teammates with them, albeit for a short period of time, but friends as well, you know. Um, grew up, grew to to be friends with these guys, get to know their families and their kids. I was a young kid, um, a similar age. And, and, you know, we used to, we made good friendships down um, here. And, there. and then all of a sudden you're coming in and, and you're coaching these guys, you're, you're giving them instructions, trying to tell them what to do almost. and yeah, it was weird. I think it was weird for them, weird for me, but I have to say, I think they are excellent. Um, with me, they helped me sell quicker, and I think now we're kind of three, four weeks in. It's become more normal for everybody, you know. I think it's just kind of business as usual for these guys, you know, and, and the goal at the end of it is, is of course, as, as it always is, for all the teams, but of course for us, we're used to getting into those playoffs. And having deep runs, you know, and I think um, it was kind of very much just, can we get, can we get things going and get things back to normal? And obviously, as you can imagine, when you lose someone as good as Neil and as big a leader as he was for yep. these guys, I think naturally they, the guys, had a little bit of a dip. I think they lost to Birmingham the first game. Obviously, came to Indy, got a good point, but you know, they didn't score in two games. Confidence kind of knocked a little bit as you can imagine a lot of um, uncertainty with, with Neil going and juice coming in so it took a week or so for the guys to kind of settle down a little bit I think and um, I have to say now it's been as normal as, as possible really the, the guys and the standards have been um, sky high so i think the best more from, from all of these guys and uh, the staff as well which who have been here a long time as well have been a really good help as well. So, um, no, it's been good, it's been enjoyable. Um, and of course, when you're winning games, it is enjoyable. I'm sure there'll be times down the road where maybe we'll lose some games and, and it'll be uh, a slightly different experience, but it's all part of the, the learning and the fun, I guess. But um, yeah, as you said as well, these guys have had a a really tough year, particularly with injuries. You know, you lose your, your MVP in three seasons, so you not kicked the ball all season. Louis Hill and another highly influential player has played three or four games this year, I think. So yep. it's a testament to, to the quality uh, of squad here and the type of character we have as well for so those guys to still be in the position they are in now. Uh, and even to i you know, we seems to be losing two or three games a week you know we've lost another two or three this week we're going to Miami with three players on the bench tomorrow I think mm. so you know it's all new to me I keep joking that when you're a player it's a lot less stressful than when you're a head coach that's for sure I'm
2: These sure that doesn't
8: seem to affect you as much when you're a player
2: understood <laughs> I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure they got number 27 on reserve for you, just in case, and you kind of fill out that bench uh, in, 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 in in the match. But before we let you go, and obviously, like we said, you've been busy, and I know I asked you a, probably a variation of this question when you and I caught up during the postseason run that the Rowdies yeah. had at a year ago. But a year and a half in Indianapolis, I, I know one of your least favorite memories clearly was the old turf for what it did to your meniscus. Yeah. Uh, but 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 when you look back to your time here, what's the most memorable part of it?
9: Well,
8: um, oh, There was a lot, honestly, I think. I would say we probably weren't as successful as we'd wanted in, in my time there and for different reasons. Um, but I kind of came in, that was just the way it went, you know, and that's, that's soccer, unfortunately. It's not, I always say, you have a lot more down than, than ups in the game, you know, and that was the same when I was a player. It, uh, it makes those good moments, even even, even sweet, you know, when you have them. But I have to say, I think the people I met along the way uh, and, as i say, we weren't as successful as we'd all like, but me and my family, we met some amazing people there, a lot of really good friends, and, and we loved the city. I have to say, it was, it was a lot of positives in my time there. Um, it's still a club, obviously, that I look out for. I look out for their results all the time. Obviously, now I have not a- an even bigger interested in how they're doing. <laughs> and,
3: um,
8: but even when I'd left, and when I was in Huntsville, uh, Indy was a, a fixture I always looked out for. A result I always hope that actually they do well. And, and um, I have to say, I think if, like, if the form speaks for itself. and you know, they to really, um, hopefully found a, a, a good, um, good stretch of form. And I'm sure they'll be in around those playoffs at the end of the season as well. And who knows, maybe we'll, we'll meet each other again this year but um I it isn't next year yeah, definitely next year look forward to to the two games against Indy and, and coming back to India Africa the City but obviously it was that first stop here in America and this this journey we're on now and it's one we look back on very far so they uh, said that I mean, the biggest things to say about the organisation and the city.
2: Only took two and a half years for Nick to answer a question by saying soccer and not football. That wasn't lost on me (laughs) when he said that a couple of minutes ago. My friend, it is always good to catch up with you, and obviously I'm rooting for you every time, unless you're playing the Indy 11, which is a distinct possibility the way it's shaping up coming up in the month of October. So, again, I know you're busy. I'll let you go. Thanks for the catch-up, and good luck against Miami this weekend.
8: Appreciate it.
2: Again, literally Nikki's first match as the head coach of the Tampa Bay Rowdies came the match after they played at the Indy 11 on July 22nd. Uh, They have won three of four, just a 1-0 loss to Pittsburgh. In terms of the table, they are six points back of Pittsburgh atop the Eastern Conference, but they have three matches in hand. Again, they play Miami tonight. They have nine more matches left to go. They actually have a couple of matches in hand on the Indy 11 Indy has just one more midweek match left to go. They also have a, a weekend off uh, coming up the weekend after Labor Day. After next Saturday's match, Indy has a 13-day gap before they play again. We're almost out of time. We'll come back with news and notes to wrap up the show. That's next. Soccer Saturday, 93.5, 107.5 The Fan.
4: Made fresh just for you. Penn Station Sisling Hot Grilled Subs served on their famous fresh-baked bread, awesome fresh-cut fries, and fresh-squeezed lemonade. That's an unbeatable flavor trio because at Penn Station East Coast Subs, they grill, they fry, they bake. Order online, order by phone, or dine in at a Penn Station restaurant today. Penn Station, it's all about good taste.
3: At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission. Johnson Controls.
1: When you're dealing with a sports injury, getting back out there is the first thing on your mind. We know the feeling. Our sports medicine team cares for thousands of student-athletes across central Indiana. In addition to physicians and athletic trainers, you'll have access to experts in physical therapy, imaging, and more. And with convenient locations near you, we help make healing as simple as possible. Learn more at ecommunity.com sports. Community Health Network. Exceptional care, simply delivered.
5: Meet Kate.
1: Okay, I'll send that report.
5: Kate juggles a lot working from home. At Indiana Members Credit Union, we know Kate. We know she needs more room. We're here to help Kate and you by offering a special low intro rate on an IMCU home equity line of credit. Today, it's all about Kate. Tomorrow, it's all about you. Because at IMCU, it's you that matters. Subject to credit approval, IMCU is an equal housing lender and federally insured by the NCUA. Learn more at IMCU.com.
3: Who appreciates the value of an Ivy Tech Community College Associate Degree? It starts with more than 20 Indiana colleges and universities who have partnered with Ivy Tech in a guaranteed admissions program, or the 70,000 students who earn college credit while still in high school, or the more than 1,500 nurses who launch their careers from Ivy Tech each year. But the real value lies in the better life an Ivy Tech degree makes possible. Ivy Tech is your pathway to a better tomorrow. Get started today at ivtech.edu. Rising 15 stories above the city's wholesale district, the Hyatt Place Hyatt House Indianapolis downtown offers a modern and lively setting in the heart of the city, within walking distance to the best attractions, so you can enjoy your downtown experience to the fullest. Stop by the Pivot Bar and Balcony with exclusive outdoor dining and space to host your next private event. Enjoy a relaxing dinner or craft cocktail on the spacious outdoor patio. Call 317-762-2013 for more information and to make
2: your reservation today
0: that's a way to use your head it's soccer saturday
2: on the fan welcome back for the final time it is soccer saturday on 93.5 and 107.5 the fan about as usl centric of addition as we have had on this show for some time and i've even got a couple of news and notes to share in the final segment of the show the negative news from this week is that san diego loyal has announced they are ceasing operations at the end of the year which is a shame. They have been a quality-run organization. Their attendance has been about mid-pack, 15th I think this year, averaging about 4,500 fans a game. Uh, The reason cited, lack of a stadium solution in the foreseeable future. Um, They've made the playoffs each of the last couple of years. I hope for the best for San Diego Loyal, but there's one less team moving forward in the USL Championship. Their franchise rights could be moved to somewhere else so we'll see if that can lead to another team that would then make the jump to the championship potentially as soon as next year no announcement in terms of any potential divisional or conference realignment uh, yet by the usl on that front other bit of news i wanted to make sure we shared because of his relationship to us in indy trevor james has announced he'll be moving into a new role with detroit city fc as of next year a sporting director role he will no longer be the active men's head coach he will lead the search for a new head coach we will catch up with trevor in about a month uh because indy plays host to detroit city for their regular season home finale coming up on september the 30th we'll catch up with trevor at some point in time before then obviously trevor an assistant coach here in 2017 played a key role in putting the team together on short notice as the transition was made to the usl championship in 2018 and always a frequent guest of ours in this program we want to make sure we wish Trevor the best of luck going forward. Not enough time to get heavy into Premier League conversation today. Uh, we'll try to do that next week, although there's an international break that's quickly coming up that kind of hits a pause on the club circuit. Uh, messy magic continues on Wednesday night in penalty kicks. Uh, Inter Miami moves on to the U.S. Open Cup final, which will be later in September. 3 uh, 3 was the score for 120 minutes. Inter-Miami wins it on kicks. A second trophy in a couple of months is potentially at the hands of Inter-Miami. But now for Messi, the real work begins in terms of they have 12 matches left to play, and they are 12 points out of a playoff spot. They are set to play the Red Bulls tonight. And at some point in time, he's going to have to get a break because he's been basically playing like every four days. Is that match tonight? Maybe, maybe not, just because, again, You're trying to make sure there is a season after late October uh, for your Major League Soccer side, so something to watch later this evening. Clearly, you can watch the Indy 11 tonight, 317-685-1100 for tickets, Indy11.com, or download the app. Simply put, get there at 7 o'clock, and the weather significantly better today than it has been for most of the week. We're up against a time-wise. We got to go. Thank you to our producer. That would be one, Sam Fritz. Thank you, Mark Lowry, Tim Trilk, and Nikki Law. Thank you for listening. Talk to you then at 7 o'clock on My TV 23 and ESPN+. This has been Soccer Saturday, 9351075, The Fan. As the highest-performing
4: national contractor of excellence, Gaylor Electric offers complete design-build electrical construction and 24-7 on-demand electrical support. Recognized by many world-renowned companies as one of the most forward-thinking organizations in the industry, Gaylor Electric delivers consistent excellence in innovation and quality to the customers we serve. Visit Gaylor.com to find out what it's like to rely on Gaylor Electric.
9: When joint pain is getting in the way of your life, Community Health Network orthopedic specialty care can help. Community specialists offer comprehensive care for every type of orthopedic issue. And our convenient locations and simple scheduling options make it easier to get the relief you need. Learn more at eCommunity.com ortho. Community Health Network. Exceptional care. Simply delivered.
3: The goal isn't graduation day. The goal is a better every day after. It's the first day in your new career, your first pay raise, the fifth day of that week-long vacation. It's the first paid holiday home with your family, or the day of your last car payment much sooner than you thought. At Ivy Tech Community College, they don't just care about your degree. They care about your life. Ivy Tech can get you where you want to go. Get started at ivytech.edu. At Johnson Controls, they transform the environments where people live, work, learn, and play. The places and spaces that are the backdrop to the biggest moments in your life. Delivering more efficient workplaces, better patient outcomes, safer learning environments, and enhanced fan and passenger experiences. They provide the building technology, solutions, and expertise to power your mission johnson controls
0: thanks for listening to soccer saturday brought to you by honda proud to be the automotive sponsors of indy 11 by community health dream big work hard finish strong and by bet rivers official sports betting partner of indy 11 bet with a winner for more information log on to 1075 thefancom or indy 11.com